Hello, and welcome to French Tech News with Chris O'Brien and Ethan Pierce, a podcast and clubhouse series highlighting important stories in the world of France's startups, its entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem leaders. Please join us on Monday and Thursday evenings Paris time on Clubhouse and regularly during the week as we publish those events and other exclusive interviews to this podcast. Today, we have a fantastic Clubhouse conversation with Nicolas Briam, CEO of French startup organization France Digital, as well as president of the European Startup Network, whose combined mission is to foster the growth of future European digital champions. He is joined by Paul Christoffel, investor at Corellia Capital. So excited to have this discussion with Nicola and Paul. Welcome both of you to the clubhouse. Yeah, good to be back. Yes. Good to be here. And Chris, I will, I will let you take it away. Great. I, I feel like we're all just living on clubhouse at this point, but uh, it's, it's great to have a way to connect with everybody. Uh, you know, I want to thank both of you guys for being here, Nicola and Paul, because uh, you know, you both, I, I, I caught this just in the last few days, you both uh, had made some statements and, and wrote up some thoughts about uh, the, the role of Apple in particular, I think in the, uh, in general, in the tech ecosystem, but particularly I think as it touches to startups and startups here in France and in Europe. Um, and so I'm wondering if Nicola, if I can just begin a little bit with you if you could give us a little bit of context about uh, your recent uh, words on this matter, you know, why, why is this an issue at this moment for France Digital uh, and, and your decision about joining the, the Coalition for App Fairness? Uh, what, what drove you to sort of take that step now? Yeah, I mean, it's not France Digital against Apple. It's not David uh, against Goliath here. It's really about, um, is Apple good for startups? Um, and, and we had to ask these questions uh, because we had so many members at France Digital coming to us and telling us, hey, uh, we are facing very unfair and sometimes even violent practice uh, from, from Apple and, and App Store specifically. So, and we realized that it was quite crazy because pretty much, any startup on earth uh, uses the App Store. Um, and yet, uh, they are very dissatisfied with their relationship with Apple. Um, and even more than dissatisfied, we were surprised to see the, the, the violence, uh, the bitterness uh, in the relationship with, with Apple. Um, and many startups in our ecosystem feel totally squeezed by Apple. And, and we, we do believe no one should feel squeezed uh, should should felt squeezed by anyone uh, in in our in our ecosystem and and, and this is really really uh, bad because uh, we we got the feeling that no one was really eager to speak up about that um they they, they were actually trying to to remain silent uh, um, basically we felt like we were um living in uh, 19th century sicily uh, it, it was crazy. It was really the, the rule of silence. So we decided to, to voice up the concerns of our ecosystem. Um, and, and we believe this now is the right time to do so. I mean, uh, our ecosystem is facing a, a great crisis. Obviously, some startups are doing pretty well uh, with this uh, great uh, digital leap forward with all these lockdowns around, across the globe. But uh, we have many uh, early stage startups that are really, really feeling the, the heat uh, of, the, of the global corona crisis. And they're looking at their um, you know, cost structure 
And they are realizing that Apple is taking a lot of money out of them. Really a lot. I mean, App Store is, is 30%. You know, it's, it's like taking a 30% uh, tax on, on your revenues. So that, that's quite a big deal. Um, we have no problem with uh, big companies, um, you know, providing a great service and getting a reward for it. Uh, the problem we face with Apple is that they are not really playing with the ecosystem. Uh, I mean, we are all of our startups are entering a very difficult uh, stage of their def de development. And we've had all these tech giants really playing with the ecosystem. I mean, I, I, we witnessed uh, Facebook was granting uh, uh, Facebook ad credits all, all around the, the, the SME ecosystem. Uh, Google uh, did its best to, to, to revise its, uh, its, own, um, uh, its own prices. Um, we, we had pretty much even, you know, some banks actually and some insurance companies, they, they try to... To, to be good friends uh, of, our, of our startups and our ecosystem. The only tech giant that really didn't go with the flow and, and actually uh, continues this, this squeeze on startup, it was Apple. And so we, we really didn't like this nasty behavior. We, we really didn't like it. Uh, and so we, we started digging uh, into uh, the, 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 the inner uh, settings of the App Store and what we found out is really, really bad. I mean, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's 30% it's, it's taxation on revenues. It's a lot of, uh, I would say, uh, I would use a very strong uh, wording, but it's, it's really about uh, monopoly practices. Uh, and, and that, we don't like it. I mean, we, we are the, the willing to have a great innovation ecosystem. We don't like when people actually squeeze uh, our, our startups. Um, and and uh, maybe I, I will conclude on that point. I do believe from a, a very person, and it's a very personal and strong point of view, um, I do believe that the, the success story behind, behind Apple wouldn't be possible in 2021. Um, if, 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 if someone like Steve Jobs wanted to, to launch a startup like Apple today in 2021 with uh, all these unfair practice uh, from tech giants, it wouldn't be possible anymore. So we, we've lost something. We've lost something and, and we want uh, Apple to, 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 to give it back to us. Uh, that, that's, that's why we are taking up this fight. Nicola, thank you for that overview. And Paul, if I can just ask you to follow on to that, you know, yeah. you, you felt strongly enough to, to also weigh in. Uh, I I'm, I'm have in front of me your, your Medium post and I think uh, <laughs> I wonder if you can just give us a, a little bit of summary, Paul, about why you also felt compelled to to speak up on. Yeah, we're, we're, Nicolas is is saying that he's using hard words uh, when he's qualifying Apple behavior of a monopoly, but I think it's 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 not going too far, and and if we if we have to stay at the stage of the abuse of dominant uh, position and 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 all of these are very clear um, legal notions of the of the competition laws. Uh, I think I think we are really in 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 these cases, and it's it's not going too far to to qualify um, what what Apple is doing to the ecosystem uh, this way. Maybe just to to come back a bit on. I think really uh, 
what is at stake is the ability to to the ecosystem to to innovate and um and in in the early uh, 2000s uh, chris anderson um wrote a very good paper about the the long tail effect uh, that 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 you had with the e-commerce websites they were able to to take back the products that you couldn't see into the the retail and the and the product distribution and the all of these new e-commerce websites were pushing the products that you couldn't see in real life so pushing them up to 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 the customer and the and the and the Pareto law right the, the 80 20 law uh was sort of broken um, because the ability of the internet and of these platforms to push products that were not in front of you at the, at the first sight were suddenly there and, and they had a chance to, to be on the market and to compete with their with the main brands. And, and this long tail effect is is really not working with with app with the Apple Store uh, for many reasons that that we have described with Nicola and 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 that many of their uh, developers and, and people are complaining about and and have identified. But I mean, it's it's really not a place where you can you can come from the dark and get into the light easily. And and it is it is sort of pushing. Uh, the main products and it's 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 hiding the rest, which is a huge part of of what startups are trying to build, and and where innovation uh, is relying. And um, maybe just to conclude uh, on 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 why I started to write this, I think uh, the European Union is um, is now uh, working on two big. Um, um, legislations, uh, the Digital Market Act and the Digital Services Act, um, and I think it's a good timing for us to 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 be a bit more voicey about these issues and to sort of to shackle a bit uh, uh, the regulators to make sure that uh, they get the message and and they are looking into um, into the solutions that are on the table. It's not like it's 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 not like this issue is has no solution, right? Uh, the coalition for app fairness has found uh, some good ideas, so I think we have things on the table. It's, it's just now time to to implement them. What what Paul mentioned is is quite true. I mean, if, if you want to be quite specific about what's going on with Apple and startups, basically that, there are three main issues. Okay, and I want to be extremely clear and straightforward. Uh, the very first point. Which service on earth deserves to 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 get thirty percent out of your revenues? I mean, j just look at at the the corporate tax rate in France. It's thirty percent of your profits. So wh why would you pay thirty percent of your revenues? It it doesn't make sense. And and I mean, it it doesn't make sense because out of it, Apple is is get, is get, is getting a a seventy percent profit rate. I mean. How how come on earth uh, can you get uh, an innovation company getting seventy percent uh, profit rate? I mean, 
it's uh, this type of profit right is insane it's it's uh, it's mature company that that gets uh, this this type of, of profit right it's not innovative uh, companies so we we clearly have a problem here uh, and and that's the the, the the very first problem um the, the second problem is basically about payments i mean and, and that's very important for us europeans i mean we we have great um payments digital payments champions like like Asian in in the netherlands um how is that possible that if i want to pay something on the app store i have to go through their payment system i cannot do mastercard i can then cannot do visa i cannot do paypal uh, paypal i cannot do uh, agent it's 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 totally insane um you you don't get to choose um it's it's uh, it's totally a, a pure uh, monopolistic situation and and the last system is about well um we've been naive for too long i mean it's uh, the, the 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 apple app store situation is pretty much like uh putting a tiger and a kitten in the same cage and hoping for a fair fight uh, obviously it's not going to happen J- just imagine the situation of spotify of deezer of um, of mythic uh, of tinder obviously no one of this conversation uses tinder but still imagine the situation they they have um, their applications on on the app store and at the same time the app store is able to pull out uh, apple music uh, apple dating apple whatever uh, just using the data of, of their of their co- potential competitors so it's totally insane um and um and 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 what i find even crazier is that this problem has been around for for very long but really no one can break the rule of silence i told you it's 19th century sicily no one is speaking up um and and the piso is is not 70% in sicily um so w- what i find crazy is that you have um to 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 get like giants like epic games or Spotify uh, to file a competition case uh, in front of the courts in order to get uh, to get things moving. Um, that, that's totally insane. So that's why we decided to do so at France Digital. France Digital, we are an organization, a civil society organization. We are not listed. We are strictly independent. We don't get funding from the, the big tech. So we are totally free uh, in our action and in, in, in our moves. Um, and we'll get all actions possible on the table. So uh, we are currently uh, filing a couple of complaints with uh, and, 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 and mounting up uh, some, some, some legal cases with the competition authorities here in France. Um, and we'll be obviously extremely proactive, and, and Christophe, you're, um, Paul, you're totally right to mention this, uh, we'll be extremely proactive with the Digital Markets Act. Um, monopolies should be broken up or regulated. Um, we have a window of opportunity with the Digital uh, Markets Act to regulate uh, this behemoth, uh, to regulate these tech giants, and, and to make this, you know, I was mentioning a, a, a fight between uh, a, a tiger and a kitten. Obviously, the tiger is not going to turn into a kitten all of a sudden, but uh, at, at least um, let's trim the claws uh, of, the, of the tiger. Um, the, we are losing you a so, bit, uh, Nicolas, but I think we we got your point. Um, yeah, I'm so trying. I'm me... trying to be as as quiet as possible, but uh, you know, I'm I'm feeling <laughs> the heat at the moment. And 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 I was talking about violence. It's quite crazy. Uh, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not new uh, in 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 the courtroom. I, I'm I'm not uh, new to the game. Uh, but it's for the very first time in my lobbying career. 
uh, that I get so much pressure. Uh, we, we, at France Digital, we are quite experienced in, in you know, having strong uh, standoff with governments, uh, uh, even sometimes with the European Commission. It's, it's the first time in my life that I get really personal and nasty threats. Um, it's, um, well, we believe that we have quite uh, a, an important uh, fight uh, and, and it's a fair fight and we will go uh, uh, with all uh, options possible put on the table. I can add a, a small thing before we, we handle the mic to Tarek and, and Niels. Um, I think this ability that they have to be both um, the distribution platform and um, the, the, the editor of some apps is something that we have seen already in the, in the energy sector um, and, and, and the separation of activities in the energy sector between the producer and the distributor uh, for different reasons, but have 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 been quite successful um, from the from the eighties. So I think we 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 should be able to follow, uh, even though the competition law is probably not 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 fully um, effective with uh, the digital services. But I think we we should be able to uh, gain gain from the experience that we have in the energy sector when it comes to uh, companies that are both uh, distributing and producing uh, services. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Nicola. Tariq, you had something you wanted to add? Uh, oh, hi. Sorry. Hi, everyone. I'm, uh, I'm kind of enjoying the idea that uh, France Digital is doing this fight. And I was going to say to Nicola, like, welcome to my life over the last 10 years that has been basically uh, trying to get awareness on the fact that we're basically working in, in a bias market and we're just basically being milked of our value. And it's really hard uh, to actually be able to design anything in someone else's house. And that is, I guess, one of the main issues we have. It, and this is true with Apple. It's true with any other platform. Uh, just to give you like a, like an insight, when I was doing NetVibes, been now 15 years when the iphone came out i was like literally like one of the very first um person to get one and i literally call my 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 team and asked them to start building an app on it and at the time before that was just before of course the iphone would uh, the app store would come up way later and uh, everything was supposed to be web and the initial vision of steve job was to basically uh, organize an environment where you can do web apps. A year later, they completely put that off the table. And the reason I guess the 30% was Apple was doing 30% for cut for the music. If you remember the iPod back in the days and the Apple store, and they kind of said, let's do this. And it kind of came out like literally out of nowhere. And people were at the time, apps were very, very, very uh, small amounts, so it felt like painless. And at some point, they kind of kept that number, and nobody has been challenging that number. And I think it's 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 an it's a problem because we don't have. And this is another another thing I would like to to advocate is um, because we tried to sue Apple on this, and it didn't work out. 
and the government hasn't been very helpful is that the only way to have an app beside the app store, it's for the browser. Actually, you could run something very similar to what we have here with Clubhouse on the browser. There's, a, there's an open source app came out called Jam.System and it, it should work here. It work on my Chrome um, browser, but it doesn't work on the iPhone. And the reason is that the browser has been crippled. So we cannot have compelling web apps. What Google calls now progressive apps that basically are indistinguishable from apps. But when you have a web app, you can select exactly what uh, Nicholas talked about. You can select your payment system. You can have a direct consumer um, access. You just basically do whatever you want. You don't have to go through the limitations. Can I do this? Is the API allowing me to do that, et cetera, et cetera. So what I would like to advocate is that the fight is, and it's a good fight uh, to go after the case uh, on the, the business side, but we need to be able to reopen these platforms. These platforms are basically black box. And I cannot believe that we allow ourselves Actually, I, I say that and I decided one of the reasons I stopped building companies is that basically after doing Jolie Cloud and going after Google and, and looking how Chrome had similar, basically similar things as the, the App Store, it was just very, very similar. Like you basically build something on a platform and then one day the guys calls you and say, oh, by the way, we're changing the API and we're cutting you off. That happened to Twitter, that happened to Facebook that happened to anyone who built on top of these, on this platform. And I think one of the, the most important thing we need to figure out is to have a form of stability, technical stability, and be able to, at some point, build stuff without the interaction of other people. I do not understand why we collectively have been blind so long and allowing these companies to dictate the rules. What Nicolas said is, 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 is true is, at the end of the day, there's always a competition from this company and then they kind of put you away. But the reality is when you're an entrepreneur and you build in the web, that's what I've been doing all my life. You want to be able to say, I want to build the best thing I can. And today what you have to say is I want to build whatever Apple or Google or any of these companies allow me to do. And this is a big problem. And I think Europe needs to to push back and, and open up. So it's not only a leveling up the playing field, it's opening up this platform. So competitive app stores, competitive browsers, competitive services can be allowed on these platforms because this is absolutely insane. And, and uh, I just wanted to state that because I, it's been my last 15 years, I would say mission to figure out how we can go around this. And I'm sometimes I'm being portrayed as a, I'm not an anti, Big tech. It's just that I want to build stuff the way you can build stuff, not being limited by third parties and and uh, and BS, uh, you know, terms of services and APIs that they give you and they don't work. So you can't really like take the full value of your product on the mobile. You have to basically always like go around. I know there's a few people in the audience had to go through similar stories. So I'm going to stop there and just wanted to share that with you guys. I mean, I. I I don't want to uh, uh, put myself in a in a situation of monopoly. Uh, I, I would love to hear um, the 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 talks of um, the, the the views of uh, Niels uh, for, from a Dutch perspective. 
it's it's really important to get uh, to get Niels in the conversation because I don't want this, uh, even though it's in the title of the conversation, I don't want this to be uh, you know another uh, French fight against the the big uh, nasty American um, American guys. Um, it's not about America versus Europe, uh, and I'm sorry to say, Tarek, um, it's it's now a problem uh, between Apple and the rest of the tech ecosystem. Um, we joined the, the coalition from app, for app fairness. Uh, I'm talking uh, every week to Epic Games and, and some great uh, US tech companies, um, some uh, European uh, scale-ups, some um, French legacy players that are scared to go after Apple. I mean, you have telecom giants in Europe with billions of revenues. They are scared to go after Apple. It's crazy. It's totally insane. So it's really um, Apple against uh, the rest of the world. It's not uh, the, the, the US big tech against Europe, uh, not this time. Um, and that's why I do believe uh, that this fight can be, uh, we, we may, we may uh, at least uh, win this fight. So if I may just answer, you're right, Nicolas. Uh... I was just bringing back my perspective because I, I started building companies when uh, the EU was basically moving forward into the, in this space and hasn't actually done much to help us. And at some point, uh, the question was not, the, the GDPR is, is, is a great tool for consumers, but there's no openness in terms of platforms. And But you're right, this is a global problem. And they... Um, I, I don't really like the word big tech because at some point what happened is it's platform that you build on top of, and these platforms have practices that are not allowing us to have a stable business. And I think it's time to to either like force them to be in that to go in that direction or uh, need to find other platforms or other ways. But it's this this position is unsustainable, I think, in the long term. Thanks, Ethan, and, and very, very interesting discussion so far. What what I think is 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 really important. So I I totally agree with 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 everything it's that is said. But uh, for me, the I think the 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 way of approaching this is is more on. Um, I I don't think regulating is the way forward. I, I in terms of regulating the app store, I I think we should be more in. in we we should form a vision on. What it is that we want to have instead of what we don't want to have, and to me that is more like I think the things that we're describing here it's it's about like radical openness. If we we as a, as a European Union have to acknowledge that we don't have any like uh, like competitive tech player that 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 we really believe is going to challenge Apple or Google or Huawei or Samsung. So. I think it's 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 our duty to create a marketplace where we make that possible again, where where it becomes uh, uh, feasible that there's actually a European company standing up and saying, you know, I'm I'm actually going to build a phone or I'm actually going to build a computer or whatever, and and I'm going to have an impact. And in order to do that, I think the most important thing is that we need this openness, right? So 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 we need to make sure that that if you build an app or if you build that you're not bound by any rules and that you can can very easily transform it to to another platform and that you can um, and that the platforms that are out there cannot limit the things that you do so so i would make so 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 i i totally agree that we have to start this fight and we have to to focus on on apple because what they're doing is unheard of and is, is definitely uh something that we need to pay attention to but i think in 
in in moving that further, I think we, I I hope we're not ending up with saying you know Apple you should reduce your uh, your your fee to uh, to fifteen percent or you 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 need to open up the App Store a little bit. I hope that we're saying to Apple, you know you need to be open. And I would really want to have the discussion as well on you know what would happen if everything becomes open, you know, because I think the tech companies keep on telling us that if it's open, then then like all hell breaks loose, then then we get viruses, we get, which of course is just big bullshit, or, and and just pretending, you know, scaring like the majority, of scaring politicians. I, I I think it's you know let, let let's let's transform that that this into. Uh, to, to creating an infrastructure where we can actually create new companies and 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 not try to reform Apple because they, I don't think they'll ever will. You know, let me play devil's advocate here um, and and follow up on something Niels was just pointing out. I think what Apple would argue here, you know, since they're not here to sort of speak up for themselves, you know, they'll they'll say a couple things. Uh, I think everybody's probably seen these, but each year they put out some kind of statement about tremendous economic impact that the app store has had the number of developers uh who are on it uh the number of startups the amount of payouts that go to people who are on the app store are quite uh substantial even if they uh, didn't you know they they should be different or they should be higher there's limitations there and you know this was a market that uh, effectively didn't exist let's say 14 years ago before the first iPhone came out and apple will say also to neil's point that yeah you know the the app store experience is safer you know it's that the startups more there is in fact less uh, issues of malware uh, security issues and and that's a trade off you know we are cultivated an experience that is is positive for users so why should we compromise on that we've created this we've enabled it we expend our resources uh you know maintaining that and now you're saying after we've built this huge thing that hey we should just uh open the floodgates and let anyone do it one and that could upset the whole the whole system so uh, i would love to hear just more uh, I, I know everyone's not in agreement with that, but this, this is what we could imagine Apple would say to this. So, Chris, you, you know, you're really all the devil. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry to say that. I, I mean, it, it, it's just like if you were uh, telling me, you know, um, I'm a loan shark. You're going to pay me back 100% the loan that I just made to you. And, and, and please say thank you. No, I'm not going to say thank you. You're a loan shark. That's it. Um, and and we're exactly in the in the in the same in the same situation here. I mean, App Store. Um, the the problem is not that they are uh, pulling out a, a very good um, system and a, a very good service. They they are indeed uh, uh, producing a very good service, very good products. And and you're totally right, Niels. Uh, uh, we we would be goddamn happy in Europe if we, if we could have the the same quality of products and services. The problem here is the margin. What on earth in a, in a mar- in in an open market economy justifies the fact that you're making seventy percent um, profit rate? It's uh, honestly even even hedge funds they, they don't make seventy percent uh, profit rate. Um, so so it's that, that's the problem is that they are stifling and killing innovation um, just the way loan sharks are not a good solution uh, for, for, for SMEs. 
um, we, we, we go to a normal banking system and, 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 and we, we regulated the banking system so that there are no loan sharks in, in the 21st century. I would like in the 21st century that we don't have tech sharks uh, in, our, in our ecosystem squeezing out the juice of startups. Uh, it's um, it's totally insane. We're, we're we're killing innovation here. I mean, what's the point of uh, yelling at governments, telling them, well, uh, we have too many taxes. Uh, it's insane. Thirty uh, percent corporate tax. That doesn't make any sense. And at the same time, we have someone taking thirty percent of your revenues, not even thirty percent of your profits. Thirty percent of your revenues. That's totally insane. That doesn't make sense in an open markets economy. And, and over history, over history, there ha there have been multiple examples of companies squeezing uh, SMEs um, every time they have been broken up or regulated. And, and that's why I do believe that at some point, the solution will be to break up these companies or to regulate them. Uh, Nicola, with all the passion that you're, you're putting in, I, I, I still think you're, you're, the, the arguments that you make are, are still like almost that we treat them as if, you know, if, 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 as if they're just a child that that needs correcting. Well, I think it, you know, and even breaking them up, them up, of course, it's a radical, radical thing. But, but to me, it's all about, you know, why are we doing this, right? And, and if we, we should not be afraid. We, we now tell, tell companies you should not do this or you should not do that. But in the US and in China, which for me, this is in the end all about, they don't look at it like that. If TikTok becomes the biggest platform, they just say China takes all the data and they, if, if it were up to Trump, they would have just, you know, let the whole, whole platform go bust. In, the, in, the, in China, it's, it's, it's even worse, obviously. And here in Europe, we're, we're, we're fighting this argument with, with, the, with, with the arguments that you're giving. We, we try to be very reasonable people and we just say, you know, from a reasonable perspective, it's really crazy that you get 30%. So I think we should be reasonable here. We should give, you should give us 15%. But to me, this is not about reasonable, being reasonable. And this is not about good market practice. This is about the future of our continent that's at, at stake. And the price of not being able, of, of not having our own tech companies and not having an infrastructure and an ecosystem where we define products and where we define categories is that in 20 or 30 or 40 years down the line, we're no longer relevant. We become like a, we become a, an economy that, that doesn't, that, that is not, not, not has any power anymore. I think at the moment already with AI and with the, with the, the discussions are always about China and the US, Europe is no longer a factor when it comes to AI. There, no one is talking about what Europe is doing in AI compared to the rest of the world. Everyone is talking about what the US and China are doing. And, and, and I think we really, really, really have this challenge where we um, you know, should should look at this and don't be. We, we should not be reasonable people. I'm I'm sorry, Niels. Uh, um, I mean, we should be totally reasonable people. I mean, we have this amazing company, a Dutch company. Imagine how amazing they are if they are Dutch. Uh, Agent is 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 a is a global leader in payments. How is Agent uh, go, going to keep up uh, in, in the global competition with unfair practice uh, such as uh, what Apple is deploying on the App Store? Um, if, if you don't get uh, agent to, to, to compete freely uh, on the App Store, how are they going to keep up in the global uh, competition? It, it's just a, a question of level playing field. I'm being passionate because I, I don't like unfair practice. I, 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 and, and I really don't like um, the type of practice that, uh, the, that, that Apple has been, uh, has been deploying or, 
um, as, as a company. Um, and I do believe that they are twisting uh, the, the very principles of their founding fathers. And that, that's clearly not fair and that's clearly not the right direction. If I, I, mean, may, I, I, uh, I totally agree with that, Nicola, just to be clear. Just, uh... I'm surrounded by a couple of devil, devilish people, so I'm, I'm trying to play, to play Angel. <laughs> what, what I think it's interesting in that conversation is that we're all of us saying that basically uh, Apple is, has you know, unfair practices and that basically it is a hurdle for startups to grow. And what we hear from the big tech side is that this regulation that is being discussed in Brussels, uh, the Digital Markets Act, you know, the, the big tech, their first argument is to say that that legislation will uh, be an obstacle for startups to grow, you know, for scale-ups to become giants. So, so I think it's interesting to hear also how they lobby, you know, they, they try to, to use us in a sense to use the, the, the startup community, the startup ecosystem, uh, you know, as a as a shield to say, uh, don't do that. You'll uh, you'll put an obstacle for startups to grow, and that's why I think it's really important that we have this conversation here today. Uh, you know, to say that to the European Commission that we actually support what they are doing, and um, and you know, I actually spent the afternoon <laughs> here in Paris uh, just reading the text and reading the Digital uh, Markets Act, which is... Lucky you. <laughs> I know. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's a very ambitious text, and I think uh, it's really um, a milestone for, for what we're doing in terms of, of digital regulation. But still, when, when we're talking about um, uh, forbidding uh, Apple from, um, you know, imposing their in-app payment system, the text is still a bit blurry, you know? So, so, so what I'm seeing here is that uh, we didn't win this battle yet with the Digital Markets Act. Act the text really must be reinforced. Uh, there are still some weaknesses in it. And, you know, I think we need to really support uh, the Commission and some of, uh, of the members of the European Parliament that will have to carry that text because I'm imagining they will take, you know, a shit storm of lobbying from these big, big platforms. Um, and I think it's going to be one of the a really bloody, bloody battle uh, in Brussels. Um, so this is what we're carrying, you know, for, for, for those that, that don't know me, I work at France Digital and what we're trying to do here is really to to, uh, to to have so some weapons with us and uh, please uh, if you are uh, if you agree with everything that we're saying here just you know join the association and join our movement because we'll need weapons to go win this fight in Brussels uh, because it's going to be bloody the text isn't uh, as strong as it could be uh, we are working with the with France Digital in order to make it stronger in order to uh, forbid these things such as the 30% tax uh, such as the in-app uh, payment obligation and you know there are tons of other things that we we could talk about here yeah f uh, follow Julia Fenar and pay your membership <laughs> fee please no, but, but, but honestly, uh, happy to, to have uh, any discussion with all of you that, that have uh, had a look at the text and had any suggestions on how to improve it. Uh, we, we are lucky to have some allies, uh, some allies in Brussels and in France. And, you know, uh, Niels is here also to help us, I hope, uh, in the Netherlands. So uh, uh, it's going to be a continental battle, definitely. Thanks, Julia. Thanks for jumping in. That's fantastic. Uh, Igor, uh, you've been 
patient here. Did you want to chime in on some of this? Hi, Chris. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I, I find this conversation extremely interesting. And uh, thank you, for uh, Nicolas, for this great, very, very passionate uh, point. I mean, uh, there's many things I could say, but in my opinion, it's, it is uh, stifling innovation, this, this current s state of affairs. And um, I, I read recently that Apple's services business is now more valuable than its hardware business, which means basically that these in-app app commissions are uh, uh, more important to them maybe than, uh, than developing new hardware. And that uh, since uh, Steve Jobs uh, unfortunately passed away, maybe Apple only came up with the AirPods as a really groundbreaking innovation. And uh, my question is, you know, um, uh, on the other hand, it's understandable, you know, that they sort of profit from 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 apps uh, being hosted on on their uh, on their uh, software. My question to Nicolas is, uh, do you think maybe that this uh, this tax rate, uh, this thirty percent commission, should be granular and that? You know, if you're an Epic Games and you're, uh, you know, uh, producing uh, Fortnite, maybe you should pay 30%. But if you're a smaller developer who is only, you know, first-time founder, who is uh, launching an app for the first time on, on the App Store, that maybe you should, you know, uh, get a little bit of leeway and, and, and pay less. Or, uh, you know, what alternatives are there, in your opinion, to the current uh, state of affairs? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're totally right, Igor. Uh, it's it's all about um, being relevant. Uh, I mean, w w what's the point of uh, having a 30% uh, tax on, on, on startups? It's totally stifling innovation. Uh, obviously, the big boys out there, uh, the, the epic games, uh, not everyone wishes uh, uh, it has the, the, the profit rate of, of epic games and the growth rate of epic games. So I, I'm not shocked uh, by... Uh, uh, Epic Games uh, paying more than than than, than first time uh, first time founders. Um, wh what I find problematic is really this payment system. Uh, it's um, I, I don't see any reason why um, Apple uh, should have its own uh, payment system and not allow uh, Aiden, PayPal, uh, Mastercard, Visa. Um, it's it's really problematic to me, and 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 we haven't uh, talked a lot about that. But also, uh, there th there has been really like uh, crazy experience uh, with you know you 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 can basically buy an iPhone, um, you put Apple Music, and just next to it you buy another iPhone that was made the exact same day, and you put the exact same song but on Spotify, and the quality of the sound is different. You're putting exactly the same song, it's exactly the same device, and yet you don't get the same quality of service. So there is a huge suspicion that Apple is actually degrading the quality of service of its main competitors, uh, including Spotify and Deezer. Um, that is extremely problematic. I mean, it's, it's really about unfair practice, um, and I hope that uh, the, the, the legal cases that are currently built uh, by competition authorities will be able to prove it and to uh, and to get rid um, get, get get rid of this uh, of this practice. It's it's really really important, um, and and it's it's really important also not to to put all the big tech in the same uh, bag. Um, Google is not behaving the same way uh, as Apple. Um, Huawei, you know, the, the big, naughty Chinese guys, they are not behaving as badly as Apple. Um, so, so I do believe that uh, 
it's it's really important to take this fight as at an international level. There are other ways of doing business than than what is currently doing Apple. I would really be interested to to have a discussion on is there a third option in terms of creating more transparency and 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 because I think what everything all the the rules and things that we've done in the past they don't go up for tech companies all anti-competition law it's it's not written it's not cleverly it's not clever enough to follow something that is as big as apple or as big as facebook or google as as any other platform and maybe they don't need regulation in this case but but they they need regulation on, on other things and to me it's it's i think the that 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 I totally agree with everything you're saying, and I'm 100% on board that we should do something about this, but I cannot stress enough that I, I do not feel that regulating is the way forward. We need to, to uh, have principles on which we say, you know, this is how we create an open market, and this is how we create, how we, we create these fair chances, because if you regulate, the, a lot of the effects of regulation and of, of the new service acts that are, are, are being uh, built right now, uh, have as a result that that it's difficult, more difficult for smaller companies to enter the market. You create a lot of extra hassle. You're totally um, right, Niels. I mean, uh, we are totally on the same line. And maybe since we are coming to the conclusion of this debate, uh, I'm totally in line with what you said. We cannot have only a defensive approach. Uh, you're totally right to say that you 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 cannot have only uh, regulations and, and a defensive mindset. And, and probably, uh, uh, obviously, you need also uh, an offensive approach. You need, you need to, 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 to have some grit, obviously. You need, you need to have some, have some guts. Uh, but I'm, I think we have this uh, in our blood in Europe. I mean, we, we have successes like Aegean that, that prove the fact and prove the point that uh, we also can build very strong giants, very strong tech companies, what we just need is to make sure that there is a, a fair fight, that there is a fair competition, that there is a, a level playing field. Paul, did you have anything to add as we as we wrap up? Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, I was uh, thinking exactly the same, which is that uh, the two two positions, Niels Nicola, were were quite converging. Uh, just maybe looking at the same thing from from a different angle, but. I think it's very complementary. On my side, just to to conclude, um, I think investors have have a big role to play. I was uh, since uh, I was hearing uh, Julia saying that that there was a battle in front of us. I think VCs and investors have not been um, doing a lot of job in into uh, into this type of debates. We we are not funded by by Apple at all, and, and sometimes it's easier for us to, um, uh, to 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 speak than the startups that that we back. So um, so yeah, I think I think um, we we should also uh, uh, ask investors to to play on that scene and to and to support what's what's ahead of us. Nicola, Chris, do you have a, a last thoughts as we as we close things out? You guys are great. Uh, thanks a lot. That was an amazing chat. And uh, obviously, uh, uh, please follow Niels. Uh, he's an amazing person on the European tech scene. And I'm very glad to have him on board at the European Startup Network. Thanks.
I'll, I'll just wrap up by saying thanks everyone for being here. And I'll, I'll add that, you know, one thing I appreciate as an American coming into France and into Europe is that I do feel like there is an opportunity here to have a more nuanced conversation about the roles of these platforms and the impact of technology in our lives, on society. Uh, and I think I've appreciated that, even if it's not always perfect, uh, you know, complicated processes to arrive at things like the, the regulations we're talking about or GDPR a few years ago. Uh, but I do, I feel like I've learned a lot after 15 years in Silicon Valley about, uh, you know, having a different frame of mind and thinking about these things. So, you know, I appreciate the listening and learning from you guys and, and hearing the spirit of these conversations. So, so thanks for uh, joining us here and uh, for your, for your passion around all this. Thanks a lot, Chris. And, and thanks. Thanks. Uh... So uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Nicola and Paul, thank you for putting up the good fight and, and defending uh, app developers and, and small startups and the, the general European and French ecosystem in front of uh, what is obviously a a conversation that that needs to have many voices involved because if it's just simply the app developer and uh, the platform then obviously the platform is going to win that conversation so, so we appreciate very much your defense of this ecosystem and its actors thank you everybody for joining us um, please do join us on monday and thursday nights for french tech news in english um, you'll find the link uh, as well for the french tech journal for chris's newsletter and the version of the podcast of this and other stories that will be coming out as well Thanks again, have a great night, and we will talk to you soon. Want more news and stories from France's incredible innovation ecosystem and its entrepreneurs? Subscribe to the French Tech News with Chris and Ethan on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and switch on notifications to be informed of new episodes as soon as they are released. You can connect with Chris and me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. I am at Ethan Pierce, that's E-T-H-A-N-P-I-E-R-S-E, and Chris O'Brien is at O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N. Let us know if there are guests that you would like to see on the interview podcast or Clubhouse, as well as any stories that we should take a look at. As always, thank you for listening and see you next time.